I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday, March the 1st. Hope you're having a good day. We are glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM. Also those on the radio app and the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. And those who are tuning in on Facebook and YouTube, we're glad to have you with us on this Friday. Uh, Just a reminder, on Friday mornings at 8.30, we have the With All My Heart broadcast. That's a devotional for ladies. And if you missed it this morning at 8.30, there'll be a replay uh, this afternoon. And so I hope you'll tune into that. And I know that'll be a blessing. I appreciate my wife and our um, assistant pastor's wives who have been uh, doing devotionals. And uh, of course, it's on the radio. It's a podcast. You can see it on Facebook or YouTube as well. And uh, I hope you'll tune in. Hope you'll be blessed. Uh, by that. We are looking forward to a great day Sunday, Sunday, uh, March the 3rd, and of course, regular schedule, early service, Sunday school, morning service, evening service. It's going to be a great day. Um, One week from Sunday is time change Sunday, but this Sunday, everything's normal. Keep your clocks where they are and everything will be good. And I hope you'll be much in prayer for a great day on Sunday. And I mentioned it on Wednesday night, but we are really uh, getting things geared up for Easter Sunday, which is March 31st. The last day of March is a Sunday, and that'll be Easter Sunday, and we're looking forward to a great time for that. A happy birthday today to Bailey Barmer. A happy birthday to Cameron Green, and a happy birthday to Abby Nash. I hope you uh, ladies have a great day today. Uh, Miss Abby is uh, one of our first grade teachers at the school, and uh, we thank the Lord for all of our teachers. Uh, Miss Abby, happy birthday to you. And then anniversaries today, Pete and Gail Crawley, happy anniversary. Uh, Michael and Heather Tuck, happy anniversary to you today. And then tomorrow, Saturday, happy birthday to Laura Arthur, Penny Boyce, and Ruth Wade. I hope you ladies have, I didn't say Ruth Wade, Ruth Dunlow, uh, a happy birthday. And I hope you ladies have a great day. And if you didn't know this, here's the secret. And I think most people around here know this, but Miss Laura uh, and uh, Miss Ruth are sisters and twin sisters. And so a happy birthday to you ladies uh, on uh, Saturday. Let's pray for our church Uh, Let's pray for our school, Uh, pray for all of our students and our teachers, pray for our school families. Uh, Let's pray for our missionaries today, Uh, pray for all of our ministries. Of course, I've mentioned from time to time some of them, but we've got our our children's ministries and our teen ministries and our adult ministries. We've got our music ministries and our outreach ministries and bus ministry and radio ministry, and the list goes on and on. Of course, our Christian school is a ministry, Uh, but let's pray for our ministries. Let's pray for our country. Uh, Of course, this is uh, election year, um, Tuesday, uh, the primaries, and I hope you get out and vote. And then, of course, November, the general election. But let's pray for our country and let's pray for the nation of Israel. Uh, We're going to go to a song, and right after the song, we will get into our Bible study. And we're in Jeremiah chapter 5. Hope it'll be a blessing to you today, uh, right after this song. (laughs) 
on midday, a shepherd cries, another spotless lamb must die. Oh, how could just one sacrifice our God Jehovah satisfy? Year after year, the blood would flow. But none could wash me white as snow. Salvation's day fulfilled the plan. The promise came, one holy lamb. One holy lamb washed my sin away. One sacrifice paid the price I could not pay. Spotless Son of God must die One final death for every man One blood, one life, one holy lamb One holy lamb washed my sin away One sacrifice paid the price I could not Jeremiah chapter 5 in your Bibles. Look at verse number 1 with me, if you would, please. The Bible says, Run ye to and fro through the streets of Jerusalem, and see now, and know, and seek in the broad places thereof, if ye can find a man. If there be any that executeth judgment, that seeketh the truth, and I will pardon it. That's interesting. We see in Jeremiah chapter 5, in verse number one, that God was looking for somebody. Uh, have you ever been looking for someone? Uh, maybe it was uh, at a, uh, maybe it was at an amusement park, which is hard. Maybe it was at a ball game. Uh, maybe it was at a, a shopping center. Have you ever been looking for someone? And there's a lot of people there, but there's one person in particular you're looking for. And God is looking for a man in Jerusalem and he is looking for a man who is righteous. He said, I'm looking for someone that executes judgment, uh, who seeks the truth. And God says, if I can find somebody like that, he says, I can pardon 
uh, this nation. Boy, that sounds a lot like Noah, doesn't it? In Genesis chapter 6, the Bible says that it was only evil continually, uh, the, the imaginations of the heart. But uh, Genesis 6, the Bible says, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And Noah was a just man. And God spared Noah and God spared his family and God spared the human race because he did not destroy everyone, but he spared the man, Noah, and his family because of Noah's righteousness. Then we get to the book of Ezekiel. And in Ezekiel 22 and verse 30, God says, And I sought for a man among them that would make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it, but I found none. How sad that God in Ezekiel, he was looking for a man in that time, and, and he says, I, I couldn't find anybody. Uh, you know, I've often thought, what would God find if he came to Victory Baptist Church? You say, well, pastor, we've got lots of people at church, and you're right. We've got an early service uh, with a lot of folks. We've got an 11 o'clock service with a lot of folks. We've got a lot of folks that come back Sunday night and a lot of folks that come on Wednesday night. We've got a lot of Sunday school classes, and I'm all for the crowds, and I'm all for the numbers. That's wonderful, but God's not just looking at the outside. He's not just looking at the uh, quantity. God is looking for quality. And I wonder if God came to Victory Baptist Church, I wonder how many righteous people he would find. I hope there'd be a lot, but I certainly hope that God wouldn't look all over the church and say, I can't find anybody here. I want my life to be righteous. I want our church to be righteous. I want us to be what God is looking for. We see in Jeremiah chapter 5, God was looking for righteous people, but instead he found people who refused him he found people who revolted against him, and he found people who rebelled against him. What a, what a sad situation it was in Judah. Instead of righteous people, God found the opposite. Notice Jeremiah chapter 5 and verse number 3. O Lord, are not thine eyes upon the truth? Thou hast stricken them, but they have not grieved. Thou hast consumed them, but they have refused to receive correction. They have made their faces harder than a rock. They have refused to return. Now think about that sad phrase there. God's people refused to return. And remember what we said in chapter 3 and chapter 4, that the remedy for the backslider is to return to God. But here we see they have refused to return. Verse number 4, Therefore I said, Surely these are poor. They are foolish, for they know not the way of the Lord, nor the judgment of their God. And by the way, that's true of anybody that rejects God, anybody that refuses to return to God. You are poor. You say, oh, I've got money in the bank. I'm not talking about financial gain. I'm talking about you are poor spiritually. Uh, you are lacking in what truly matters. And these people, God says, they are poor and they are foolish. Uh, it is the fool who hath said in his heart, there is no God. It is the fool that has said, I'm not going to return to God. I'm not going to get right with God. And God makes it very clear in this verse that these people are poor and they are foolish. Verse number five, I will get me unto the great men and will speak unto them, for they have known the way of the Lord and the judgment of their God. But these have altogether broken the yoke and burst the bonds. Um, I think there's a great 
uh, example here of I think we ought to get to great people and I think we ought to learn from people that know God. But friend, I want to tell you, you and I have responsibility not to follow people. We have responsibility to follow God. In this case, if you read the first part of the verse, it sounds good. Hey, we're going to talk to people uh, that have known the way of the Lord. But then you get to verse number five, the end of the verse, and it says, these have altogether broken the yoke and burst the bonds. And these people didn't live up to what they should have done. And these people didn't return to God. Be very careful getting locked in following people because we're to follow people as they follow Christ. But when a person stops following Christ, you and I have a responsibility to keep following Jesus. That was our theme in 2023, follow Jesus. And boy, I feel like I preached that thing a lot, uh, January, February, March, and then we got back into it at the end of the year and the whole year preached a lot about the life of Christ and the miracles of Christ and the parables. And the whole year, our theme was you've got to follow Jesus. Keep your eyes on him. Do not, do not Keep your eyes on people, but first and foremost, keep your eyes on the Lord. Uh, the warning, I guess we see in verse number five, is make sure that people really know the Lord before you follow them. Uh, the, the warning here is that these men had also rebelled against God. These men had also turned their back on God. And although at one time they had stood for that which was right, they also had gotten off track. Uh, we never get too big to obey the laws of God. We, we never uh, come to a point in our life where we know better than God. Pride goeth before destruction. Let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. Verse number six, wherefore a lion out of the forest shall slay them and a wolf of the evenings shall spoil them. A leopard shall watch over their cities. Everyone that goeth out thence shall be torn in pieces because their transgressions are many and their backslidings are increased. Uh, we see judgment that came upon these people because their uh, transgressions are many. That's a problem. And then notice what it says in verse 6. Their backslidings are increased. And you know, that's the way it always works. If you are backslidden, if you get away from God, if you don't return to God, you never stay the same. And it doesn't get better until you return to God. It just keeps getting worse because one sin leads to another. Uh, let's use, for example, let's use the sin of laziness. And we don't talk about that a lot, do we? You thought I was going to say alcohol or you thought I was going to say immorality or whatever, or pride, and we talk a lot about those. Let's talk about the sin of laziness, and laziness is a sin. But you can start off being lazy and maybe not be doing a lot of terrible things. You're just not doing what you're supposed to do, right? But the longer you stay in that condition, the more that laziness leads to other things. Maybe it leads to lying. Uh, maybe it leads to stealing. Uh, maybe it leads to uh, alcohol. Maybe it leads to drugs. Maybe it leads to immorality. Maybe it leads to cussing. Maybe it leads to uh, whatever may be, profanity or whatever. I'm just saying that, that the backslidings, if, they, if you don't get them right with God, they don't get better, they get worse. And the backslidings are increased. Verse number seven, how shall I pardon thee for this? Thy children have forsaken thee. Whoa, 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 whoa. How did we transition here? We're talking about the people, right? We're talking about the adults. Uh, we're talking about even the great men. We're talking about those who were in leadership. And now all of a sudden it says, thy children 
have forsaken me. You see, our sins always have an effect on our children. I'm not saying that our children cannot make changes, and I'm not saying our children cannot make choices for themselves, but our lives have an effect on those coming after us. Uh, Thy children have forsaken me and sworn by them that are no gods. When I have fed them to the full, they then committed adultery and assembled themselves by troops in the harlot's houses. What a sad commentary. And it always goes like this. When you get away from God and you don't get right with God, it gets worse and it gets worse. And sin always takes you farther than you want to go. Sin always uh, keeps you longer than you want to stay. Sin always costs you more than you want to pay. It always gets worse. That's why you have to make the decision immediately to say, I'm going to get right with God because I don't want things to get worse. I want to make things right with God. And I hope you will. And I hope this helps you. And we'll continue um, in Jeremiah chapter 5 down the road. But for today, uh, let's be a righteous person. Let's be the person that God is looking for. Uh, Let's not refuse to return. Let's not refuse the correction. But let's get right and humble ourselves before God today. Hope you have a great day. And we'll look forward to a great weekend. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.